1: Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot c a on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brennan Escott with you. The Edmonton Oilers and the San Jose Sharks tonight at Rogers Place. Our next guest played over a 1,000 games in the National Hockey League. He might be just the second most uh, no name in his household. Uh, we go to our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. We are pleased to be joined by San Jose Sharks longtime analyst, Brett Hedican. He is our... Headliner for the day for Wilhawk Beef Jerky—it just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Willhawk W I L H A U K today. Brett, how many times have you heard that line that uh, you're the second most famous person? Or and I know since you have a, a, a couple kids, you're probably the fourth most important person in your household as well.
1: <laughs> well, good to, good to be on with you again, Bob. Yeah, I think. I think every time we chat, you might bring it up. So that's, you got to count all those times, which we've had lots of conversations. And then, you know, you got to sprinkle in a bunch more, but you're right. I'm the fourth most uh, important or least important, I guess. I'm the least, you know, the least important person in this family. And uh, probably the third best skater in my family. My daughter was probably better than I was. And then obviously Christy, uh, Olympic gold medalist, was pretty good, I think. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she qualifies.
0: Well, you know what? Your daughter must be a heck of a skater because you, part of your game in the NHL is your skating I mean, you could, you had, you could pivot. You had uh, great lateral movement. I mean, you were a world class. I mean, you played over a thousand games, and unfortunately for Oilers fans, you were part of that 06 Carolina Hurricanes team. And all I can say is, you know, Dwayne Roloson. If we could have just had him for all seven, game, <laughs> seven games of that series, it's, but uh, hey, great talking again. Uh, what kind of year has it been, Brett, for San Jose this season?
1: Well, you know, looking at Calgary last game, that the Sharks uh, incredibly came in from behind and had found a way to beat the Calgary Flames three times. You know, you looked at that Calgary Flames team, and they haven't had any injuries with their top players all season long. And if I look really at the Sharks' roster, and, and one of the reasons I think they've had such an up-and-down season is they just they haven't been healthy all year. I mean, they're finally trying to get healthy with Eric Carlson back, but still, Mario Ferraro, a, a solid defenseman, broke his lower leg there, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 games ago. Carlson was out for at least 15, um, you know, Megna was out with a with a broken foot. He actually played four games with a broken foot, and I'm referencing all defensemen. Even Middleton was out with a, with a concussion for a couple games. So, you know, when you take out, you know, bona fide quality NHL defensemen out of your roster, you just can't make those plays defensively under pressure when the puck is in your defensive zone and break the puck out. It's just the Sharks really struggled with that throughout the course of the season. Um, and when you play a lot more in your defensive zone, you know what happens. Nothing good happens. A lot of more goals go in your net and a lot less time in the offensive zone scoring goals. So uh, I think it's hurt both sides. It's hurt defensively having the injuries and then offensively just You know, again, too much time in the defensive zone to be able to score goals.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I went into San Jose for the only time these two teams played all season, and I'm going to guess that it was probably one of the most uh, dispassionate performances from the Sharks all year. They only had 20 shots on goal. I'm expecting a completely different game tonight. Uh, Capo Kakanen, and I can tell you there were a couple teams. Really, that's all it costs to get this guy. How excited are the sharks to to get a twenty five year old goaltender that had some decent performances with the Minnesota wild?
1: well, I think we should first of all step back and say that Jake middleton, you know who they gave up to get him tough kid um but he's more than just a tough kid i mean i I really think he's been one of the stars this season for the sharks. Um, you know, that, that McDermott from Colorado, you know the size of this guy. He's one of the toughest guys, if that not the toughest guy in the NHL. He laid out uh, Benino at Center Ice the other night just before Middleton gets moved the next day. And he be-lined it right to McDermott. And, and it wasn't even like he flinched. It was like Benino gets smoked by McDermott, and from way back in the distance, our camera angles sees Middleton hit the throttle right after McDermott drops the gloves with him, and that tells you a lot. He didn't think about it, oh, it's McDermott, oh, it's somebody that I really don't want to drop the gloves with. No, it was like, I'm standing up for a teammate right here, right now, and so Jake Middleton, for me, has come so far this season, not only... For him standing up for his teammates, but more importantly, the way he's been able to make plays under pressure, he's played a lot more minutes than he's ever played in the National Hockey League. So I think the Minnesota Wild, if you're looking at changing culture within that locker room, which they've begun to do, Bill Garrett, I think, has done a terrific job. You know, you add Marc Andre Fleury, uh, Delorier, another quality guy in the locker room, and then Jake Middleton. So I think, you know, that was one heck of a, a trade deadline for me for the Minnesota Wild. And if they don't win, they've set the Themselves up for the future but getting to uh to capital and, and talking to west walls a little bit this morning and trying to get the lowdown on him he's played well this season and i think the sharks uh have got a, a quality goaltender um you know it's weird how they got james reimer who has been their mvp all season long played really solid and Aiden Hill just hasn't been healthy he just he's been injured throughout the season he can't seem to get rid of this nagging injury he's had so I think the Sharks were kind of you know trying to at least give up Middleton to get a goaltender that they could have for the future
0: well as you know Curtis McDermott was Connor McDavid's guy in Erie And uh, Oshawa had Josh Brown. And there was kind of a detente between those two. They didn't, and Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was praying Edmonton could get in on Curtis McDermott uh, when Seattle claimed him in the expansion draft. Uh, The Oilers didn't play Eric Carlson last time. People look at that cap hit at 11.5 million, but he was actually having a real good year before he got hurt. Uh, And obviously they've got Carlson. They still have Burns on the back end. How's it gone for uh, Mark Edward Vlasic this year?
1: Um, well, Vlasic has, you know, he he hasn't been great. Um, I'll just call it like it is. I mean, even if he was was on this conversation, I would, I would, I would want to tell him that because I think he, I just have seen so many great games from this hockey player. Um, and you know, I think there comes a point in your career where, you know, you have to double down on your training because of your age. I mean, he's 34 years old. I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. Um, but you have to drive from the inside, meaning your heart has to be able to tell you that you want to still be a great hockey player till the last day. When when they took my skates or when I just, you know, decided to take my skates and throw them in the bag and then put them in the garage and not look at them again, it, I was ready for that moment. But up until that moment, Every waking hour, you're trying to be the best athlete you can possibly be. And, and I think for Mark Edward, he really has to do some soul-searching to be able to figure out, okay, is this something that he wants to be a great hockey player for the next three, four, five years? Because he has the potential to still be great. He's played 1,142 games in the NHL, uh, and a lot of those are against top players you know, in the NHL. I mean, he was a shutdown defenseman for a long time. The Sharks need him. They need him to play better. He's played better as of late. I I, I think he's really kind of taken Malosh, Nicholas Malosh, under his wing. And he's played, I think, the last five, seven games, he's played about as good as he's played all season long. So that's promising for Mark Edward Vlasic.
0: What did it mean, Brett, for the San Jose Sharks organization to get Tomas Hurdle signed to that eight-year extension?
1: Well, you know, it's huge because, you know, you don't just find Tomas Hurdle's, you know, on a tree and, and you pull them off and you drop them into, into your roster. As you know, you know, the the talented guys that can make plays down low in the offensive zone when you've got a 215-pound defenseman trying to lean on you, a guy like Hurdle can can put his back out, you know, the armored yager style and hold on to pucks and make people better. And I think, you know, the Sharks need to rebuild. He, he was a big blue-chip guy that they could have utilized maybe to get draft choices. But, again, I think they weighed out, hey, we want to build with the right people moving forward. And part of the right people is Tomas Shurtle in that locker room. So it was a double-fold thing is that, A, you can't get a guy like that around every day, and then, B, you don't want to lose a quality person. So I think those two things weighed out, eight-year deal. They sign him up, and, uh, and he'll be here, a Shark, for a long time.
0: There's, we're going to see some young guys tonight. Uh, Relatively speaking, 22 or 23, John Leonard, Scott Reedy, uh, Noah Greger, who uh, fans here are quite familiar with, and Sasha Shmielewski. Who's been most noticeable maybe of those kids?
1: Well, Gregor's had the most games this season. He's played 44 uh, games, and he's only got the four goals. But he, I mean, literally, he could have 15. I mean, he's had that many scoring chances. Um, he hasn't really found that scoring touch at this level, and it's frustrated him. You can see it weighing on him at times this year. But the last 10 games, I'd say, Bob is he's he's kind of shut off the brain and just started playing and things are starting to happen for him. So I'm hoping that, you know, maybe he could hit that 10-goal mark by the end of the year, uh, which would be really exciting to see. John Leonard's been in the, in the, with the AHL Barracuda most of the season. He's only played seven games on the – eight years, excuse me, on the year. Um, he's still marinating. He's still a guy that I think has got potential. Um, I think playing in the AHL this full season has been good for him, and I think he might need some more time. But he's got a little window here of 19 games to do something. Scott Reedy, NHL body, 205 pounds. He's 22 years old out of the University of Minnesota. Uh, Played the full four years in college. Uh, So he's physically ready. I I think ready for the NHL. I think him getting a little taste here. Only played 16 games on the year. Uh, I think he's uh, a guy that's going to stay the rest of the way. I think they're going to give him a real legitimate shot here uh, to the end of the year. Uh, And then uh, Schmielewski, first uh, game the other night of the season. He played last night in Calgary. Played a good, solid game, and they're going to move him up uh, tonight I think with Logan Couture and Noah Greger. So a, a different look second line here for the
0: Sharks. And you spoke about Middleton and the toughness that he brought, but they got a couple pretty tough fourth liners, and, you know, in bottom six forwards. Uh, Gadvidic, in, in particular, was a guy that uh, Canucks fans were excited about. I don't know as much about uh, the kid out of Quebec League, uh, Jeffrey Yeah, Vial. Uh, I remember Denny Vial. Different spelling of the last name, but just a thought on sort of, you know, the fact that those, you know, those couple guys along with Middleton made sure nobody took any liberties with San Jose.
1: Well, you're right, Bob. I think, you know, when you're trying to get young guys to be able to come into the locker room and then, and then also play a nightly basis without having to look over their shoulder, you can just let them go play. I think that's why Bob Bugner went out. He, he had Gadjevich, He knew Gadjevich back in the day, I think in junior. Um, he saw that he became available early in the year, and he went and picked him up off the waiver wire. Uh, and Jeffrey Vl and both these guys are, are more than willing to drop with any guy in the league. They, they haven't backed down from anybody. I mean, Jeffrey Vl the other night, he fought Shara on that big uh, monumental night, games play where he became number one overall. Incredibly, Shara dropped the gloves with him. And VL had to hang on for dear life. But you know what? VL's courage this year has really showed me a lot about both these guys, him and Gajevic, that uh, they're willing to do what it takes for their teammates. And, and, you know, they're trying to get better at the game. They're not just a one-trick pony of being able to drop the gloves. And I think they've added something to the lineup more than just uh, the physicality.
0: And one final purely self-indulgent question on my part, and it has to do with Zach Sawchenko. As a former SID at the University of Alberta uh, for years, and I did their games for 13 years, year 14 now, with the Oilers. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I I thought that there was a chance that Luke Phillip off the the Golden Bears team would be a real good American Hockey League player, and he has been down in Stockton. I wasn't so sure on uh, on uh, Sachenko He has gotten an opportunity due to injuries in goal for San Jose. How did he perform for you guys? You know what? I for
1: me personally, every time he got in there when a goaltender's been pulled, they put him in, and I really liked what I saw and they just wouldn't give him that opportunity to get a start. This is early on. And then at one point, they finally go out and get Alex Stalock when Aiden Hill was hurt, James yeah. Reimer hurt. They pick up Alex Stalock, and it was a back-to-back situation where they started Alex Stalock at home, and, and the Sharks got pounded 8 nothing. It, it was one of those ones that I thought I, for sure I'd see Zach, Zach Sochenko get the start, but they started him the next night. And I thought he played really solid. And the next game he gets in there for a start, he gives up two really shaky goals early. But I'm telling you what, he bit down on the mouth guard, and he battled back in the game, and ends up winning the game in overtime, uh, you know, for his first National Hockey League win. And I'm telling you what, he earned it. And I've really liked what I saw so far from Zach Uh, Sochenko, I think he's a guy that's learning his way in the NHL. He's learning how to practice better. That's just coming from the team. He's learning how to be a better pro in practice. And with that, his, uh, his his performances are going to continue to pick up. But I, I tell you what, I like him. I, I think he's battled hard in there when he's been put in the, in the Sharks' net. I think he's got that deep-down hunger to try to be great. He's a, he's a competitor.
0: Well, he's got to have the drive because, unfortunately, he's not the biggest goaltender. Uh, the Oilers had Staylock on their minor league team. That was a trade for future considerations, of which there are no future considerations. The Oilers wanted to make some room for some of their young goaltenders, so, and the Sharks were banged up. Hey, Brett, great stuff. Appreciate your time, uh, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks, so- Okay. Yep. We'll see. It should be a good game tonight. You guys
1: are playing well. The Oilers are are clicking well, so it's going to be fun to watch.
0: All right. There yeah. you go. That's a longtime NHL player. He was a Stanley Cup champion with the 06 Carolina Hurricanes, and for years has been part of the San Jose Sharks broadcast. Brett Hedican, Bob Stauffer, Brendan Scott, joining. You.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons.
0: It's 149 in Edmonton. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get to our prospects report and this day in Oilers history. Hi, this
1: is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet.
0: 152 in Edmonton, Japanese Village. Open a survey to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wegu. Visit jbebmonton.ca. We'll tell you the cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin 11-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. It's a tremendous honor for the staff, Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, dedicated to ensuring your customer series experience is outstanding. Reach out to Brent Ridge Ford at one ford one or visit BrentRidge.com. We head into the orders now. Prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan S. Scott.
2: I wanted to tell you about Connor Bedard, the phenom prospect going in next year's draft because he's got 46 points in a 21 game point streak. He's fourth in Western Hockey League scoring right now, but uh, he's got 83 points over 51 games in all with Regina, 43 goals. So he's got 11 games left in the season. All of this puts the youngster on pace for a 52 goal season with 101 points. And Bob, we were talking off air. He doesn't have a ton of surrounding cast right now, so makes it all the more impressive.
0: He's Marcel Dion. I mean if you want to compare Marcel just look up the stats on Marcel Dion's NHL career. A five foot eight, five foot nine right shot center fast explosive elite offensive instincts probably has a better shot than uh, dion all right uh royal pizza pizza Pass and so much more edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 15 edmonton area locations go online at royalpizza.ca or download the royal pizza app from the app store Stop for recommendation mediterranean chicken as we head off to the stain orders history for new west travel i think we still have a spot or two left for nashville it's uh three weeks from now Chance to see the orders on the Preds in Smashville, Nash Vegas for seventeen hundred and fifty bucks. Direct flight with Flair Airlines. What do you got there, Brendan?
2: We'll go back to 1998 the Oilers acquired defenseman Yanni Ninema at the trade deadline for rear guard Dan McGillis in a second round draft pick he played 399 regular season games over 6 seasons in Edmonton from 98 through 0203 uh, did Ninema uh, scored 188 points 419 penalty minutes and then was traded to the New York Islanders for Brad Isbister and Raffy Torres he
0: uh, when Ninema was in town he was a hard rock fan And I think he got along pretty well with a writer in town by the name of Stephen Sandor, who does some work in the uh, soccer uh, community as well. All right, we got the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks tonight. Roger's Place, the face-off show begins at 5.30 uh, with uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, and myself. Uh, We'll have the call of uh, tonight's game with the puck drop at 7 p.m. Tomorrow, Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction Management at 12.35, and at 105, Sports inspect Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye from 3 until 5.30. I'll be back at you at 5.35.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.